Hello guys, welcome to the True Fans Podcast. Sorry for the little bit of a late introduction, but we're having a bit of te- technical difficulties. I'm just trying to sort them out now. But yeah, so it's Arsenal versus Chelsea today. Um, Obviously, I'm trying my best to get it up to watch it so I can keep you guys informed what goes on. So I don't want you guys being left out. Still currently nil nil. Eight minutes and twenty five seconds in. Sorry about the technical difficulty, guys. Sometimes you see defenders there. Being a little rash. Arsenal it's almost, almost having a very close shot there. Bye to you. It's an Arsenal corner and Pepe is on the corner. He has put one hand up. And he crosses it in. And it's called cool for an offside I'm gathering. Oh no, free kick for looks like grabbing. Yeah. Arsenal are looking very risky at the back here. Just keep booing up and up and up. Truthfully honest with you, Arsenal just keep booing it up in the air trying to get Chelsea out of the way. Gary, you were very close to the Lukaku at Manchester United and the decision that he wasn't quite the way Ole Gunnar Solskjaer wanted to go. I mean, you see a different player. Also, Lukaku's first game back at the Premier League. 
Is still currently nil nil to Arsenal. Arsenal have been looking very weak at the back, though. Obviously, losing 2 0 to Brentford in their first game. Looking very peaceful over at the Emirates Stadium because it is very nice and a very nice sunny day over there in North London. Arsenal on the attack here, oh, and it's a great clearance there by Chelsea. Off the head of Marcus Alonso. Chelsea on the attack here. Lot of movements out of the building. Emerson who a substitute last week. Playing around the back, Chelsea are currently trying to confuse Arsenal, it looks like. That's a great pass from Lukaku. Oh, that's a great ball. Straight across Lukaku, it's 1-0 to Chelsea. He scores his first Chelsea on his debut. It's 1-0 to Chelsea. Romelu Lukaku has scored, which is very, very good. Less than 15 minutes, Less than 15 minutes in and Romelu Lukaku has scored, which is looking very, very surprising. The dominant Chelsea are back, we're guessing. Was he offside though? Was there an offside in there though? Will it be ruled out due to offside? Chelsea on the attack again already. 
This has only been a couple of seconds after scoring their first goal. Simple though it was, will be very, very special for him. Tell what Arsenal have been drilled into thinking before the game. The ball gets into Lukaku, so everybody get round him, don't let him turn. But they've come in too narrow, and they've left the wide. The strength to get Harry off the ball. The way in was incredible. Well, that was a, stop him. That was an obvious change, Gary, wasn't it, to play him, as he said in his interview with Jeff Shrews. But Rhys James back in again, maybe didn't need to happen, but it, he's made it happen to Colin. He's already delivered on his return. Arsenal's now stopped the passes. Arsenal playing good ball through here. Blocked by Chelsea, man. going around that Tuchel didn't think that Rhys James was the kind of right wing back that he wanted because he doesn't dribble past people. He gets into those positions and then delivers. And that's why he played him as a right-sided centre-back and let Aspilicueta, who probably doesn't dribble past him many people either. But uh, anyway, whether it's a rethink or just for today, you might never know. But it's worked so far. James sets it up, Lukaku scores and it's Arsenal nil, Chelsea 1. The 1-0 to Chelsea still. Arsenal in, I'd say, the second third of Chelsea's uh, uh, the pitch. Now back into their own Holding. half. And it's booted over and Mendy will take that easy. Now this is Arsenal looking very scared and weary. Arsenal have conceded, won't take away the thought that they're a little bit soft-centred. Lukaku holds it. So as it stands, Arsenal might go bottom. Into the box and puts one of the centre-backs on his backside. And again, it's into him. He's held him off again. Chelsea builds from that good mount. James looking for another assist here. Reese James on the ball near the Arsenal box, We're passing it around. Crosses it in and it's easy for Bernardo to catch there, unfortunately. Reese James looking very good in that right back position. And Jorginho versus Saka here. Unfortunately, fails the pastors. Lukaku pushing off the defender and pushing again off the defender and then scores after a Reese James cross. 
don't know whether there'll be a foul in there, I don't know whether there'll be an offside, but it's obviously not been checked. So it is still 1 0 to Chelsea against Arsenal. Chelsea corner. Smirking Lukaku. I know. He looks down as far as Jorginho. Mount. No, Mason Mount's got a foot in, but he does decide to pass it. That's a great cross into the Arsenal box. Picked up here. Quite the cushion he wanted to. Kovacic. Lukaku. Lukaku puts it over the bar with a header. There's danger as well, but he's uh, offside. Or the flag has gone up for offside at some point in that attack. No flag went up for offside, so it wouldn't have counted even if it had gone in. For club and country, 607th senior appearance. And you can see why Gary's cost £309 million in transfer fees. I did come prepped for him today. Probably was the wiser thing to do. Arsenal on the attack here. Saka. Just showed too much of it to a wily defender in Aspilicueta. Back with Jacka. And now Tierney with a better angle for the cross. James just gets drawn into midfield into a, a strange position. Exposes Aspilicueta, but he say he's got experience. He delays, delays, and just waits for Saka to make the first move. Rudiger on the ball, pushing forward here. Passes it to Marcus Alonso. Alonso to Kovic. That's Marcus Alonso. Back to Thiago Silva, I'm pretty sure. Or Christensen, I'm not sure. That is a great ball. Mount has a shot, unfortunately, he spins out for a corner off a deflection. Chelsea have recognised that and used him 
Christensen. Jorginho. Christensen again. Kovic. Kovic playing a looping cross. Can someone get there? Unfortunately not. Marcus Alonso won't be able to get there. So we are 23 minutes in, it is still 1 0 Chelsea. Current looking like man of the match, it is going to be, I think, Lukaku. He's just he's been absolutely strong, he's been defensive, it's been amazing. Arsenal throwing here on their half. Yesterday, Brighton as well. Congratulations for them. It's a sound of Arsenal consternation. It's also happened today for Tottenham. It is a Chelsea throwing. Christensen playing about to Mendy. Oh, that's looking really risky. Yes, Mendy showed some good footwork there, but it was looking very, very risky. And Arsenal could have had an advantage there against Chelsea. It is currently still 1 0 try to Chelsea. Kaka again holding off the players and turns and shoots and he gets deflected. Reese James can't stop it in time. So we've got for a Chelsea throwing. He's great at trying to shove, showing the body of the ball, making sure that no one can get to it. 
brilliant. His first spell at Chelsea was marked down for not being able to take balls into his feet like that. Matthews is just a great centre forward now. You think about him, he can run in behind, you hold him to his feet, he brings other people into play. He's got points. Yeah. Great ball over to Rhys James, but unfortunately he can't control it. So it was going to be an Arsenal throw in. Debut goal. He did it for Everton, West Brom when he was on loan. Manchester United, Inter, and Chelsea, second time around. Playing that over, who's going to get there? Though it's going to be Rudiger to get there. So Kurt Zuma's the one missing out. There's um, transfer rumours. Of course, there are every day until the end of August. Interest from other London clubs. Will they leave or will they keep him? Probably don't need for him to leave unless financial fair play comes into it. Arsenal around Chelsea's penalty area here. It's a great long shot. Very close there. It was a great long shot and absolute, and it was a decent attempt. But still Chelsea won Arsenal nil. Again, holding up play. That's a great tackle there. there. Mount, I think that was, and it was Havertz, sorry. Currently 1 0 to Chelsea. It's looking very, very strong. Arsenal making a great. Chelsea again on the attack here. Rhys James putting it across, oh, it's just behind Lukaku, could have been 2-0 there, but just, he's going just behind, Mason Mount on the ball here. And Leno making an easy save. Seems from what we're hearing, that deal going ahead, that Leno... 
not stay after the end of his contract. There's a couple of years still left to run. So this is a bit weird. I've just seen that the Arsenal goalkeeper Leno is wearing the away kit. Which is a bit weird. But that's what Arsenal want to go with. I shall be back in a minute. Again, Jude Lukaku using his strength to fend off defenders there. kick going to Chelsea's way. The yellow card to Arsenal. Marcus Alonso getting past two attackers in Mason Mount with a great pass through. Marcus Alonso. Reese James, it's 2 0. It is 2 0 to Chelsea. And Reese James showing the badge to the fans. And it may have been to the Arsenal fans as well. Showing that London is actually blue. And I'll admit that being a West Ham fan, London is blue at the moment. Chelsea's first away game 
last season that was actually their first Premier League game of that campaign down at Brighton it's on the mark and the Emirates to emphasise the difference between the two sides Arsenal struggling he'll be struggling to think how he can get his team back into this game and what he's going to say to them at half time but it's good from Chelsea really good keeping the ball they're composed also penetrating at the right times as well comes at 34.02 so obviously 35 minutes in Still currently 2-0 to Chelsea. Chelsea looking dominant. Chelsea's potential title contenders so far it's on this pitch in North London. Sammy Lukonga. Smith Rowe. Arsenal to look at now to try and score the next goal. Arsenal time cross it in. Oh, it's very close there. And oh, Smith Rowe being very. Very close there to putting one in the back of the net for Arsenal. Goes up in the air, loops. Just see, it comes off Jorginho, so it would have been okay for Smith Rowe to score from there. Yeah, the question would have been, did Jorginho try to play the ball? He would have said not, but uh, I think he felt that touch. So he felt that touch would take it safely. Mason Mount on the right hand side, left hand side, sorry, oh, that's great dribbling. Oh. Lukaku, as Havertz thought, he was in the 
position of maximum opportunity then. Man, dribbling, that's great ball. dribbling there by there. Mason Mount. Arsenal now on the attack. Great ball. To, that's a penalty. And the referee has waved it away. Hasbro quite got a nutmeg there by a very, very small gap. given a penalty which is really really stupid and horrible that was a penalty if Kieran joins us on the second half I'll ask him see what he thinks but that was very very stupid Great defending. Mason Mount gets it away. Ball through and Rudiger making a great defensive run there and getting in front of the player. I think it was Martinelli. That was a great defensive run there, boy. Rudiger. Turned. 
It is raining in North London and Arsenal have a corner. And Arsenal can't take their chance there. Marcus Alonso gets it clear. It's gone out for an Arsenal throw-in. I don't see anything wrong with that tackle, but we're freezing for the league. We are 45 minutes in, so we'll find out how much added time is added. Two minutes added, and that'll be the first half over and done with. Obviously, it was a little bit later starting this, but it's been all the same. Chelsea have been dominant and focusing on actually wanting to win another corner for Arsenal here Jorginho defending that And that is the first half over and done with. 2-0 Chelsea. We'll see you guys 
when we get back for the second half. And we're back here for the second half between Arsenal and Chelsea here. The first half was covered by Gary Best. Uh, you can find the first half now available uh, on the True Fans podcast. Uh, but the... The first, the first half, uh, the first half was covered absolutely beautifully by Gary. But the second half is going to be covered by uh, both of us here. Uh, other commitments to do with the podcast. Uh, I struggled, but I did see the goals. I did see the the big penalty incident uh, uh, as well. But uh, Gary's Gary's back. He's fully engrossed in the game. Gaz, what's your thoughts, mate? Well, I think Chelsea are playing like the the old Chelsea again and obviously like I think it was a penalty to be truthfully honest and you'd probably agree with me because I know you will but it was just sloppy by Reese James I mean to get I mean to get the goal to get the assist but then concede it passing off it was a penalty Lukaku uh, he's, he's gone through the clearance away there by holding did he go out for a corner no went out for a throw in there but uh, obviously Lukaku yeah, getting a goal but no mate Definite one hundred percent penalty. You look at that and you think sloppy by by Reece James, but then also, you know, good good by uh, good by Chelsea in my opinion. Um, yeah, yeah, great attacking and and and, but you know, yeah, I think that's what you got to be careful with in this game. So obviously Chelsea. Now on level on points and level on goal difference with uh, Liverpool after their win against Burnley. Find the highlights now on the podcast. Two live streams this week. Very good. Very good going. What do Arsenal need to do in the second half, Gaz? Again, you you covered uh, the full forty-five minutes. Um, you you obviously you know uh, we obviously saw Arsenal last weekend. I did, uh, but this is. A completely different day, but what do Arsenal need to do? Is it is it is Arsenal just uh, not improving and and causing the same problems to themselves? Yeah, Arsenal not improving, and they're just continuously making the same problems um, again and again and again. Obviously, they need to start defending a bit more than they are because they're looking really, really sloppy. And obviously, there's been a few chances here and there for Arsenal, but they still need to get that attacking force on like Aubameyang who's on the bench they need to get him up and on that pitch and get him attacking I think a lot of people are surprised they didn't start the game uh, really Leiden just started following me and Gary on Stereo guys you can do that as well if you're listening to the highlights on Anchor please go over to Stereo TIW podcast all one word and True Fans podcast all one word on Stereo follow us so you never miss any of our uploads uh, on this channel. Chelsea enjoy uh, some possession. Of course, all the focus, Gaz, of Romelu Lukaku getting that goal is, is going to most definitely give you, uh, you know, the fact that he's got the ball here. This is great turns. Romelu Lukaku, well done by Maori. Blocks still available for, for Chelsea. And obviously, I've, I've made the comment, oh, that's beautiful. Mason Mount, he's got the opportunity, potentially shooting from distance there. But again, Arsenal with the block, but you know, I was quite positive when Lukaku got there. Is because, you know, Chelsea have always done really well with like big, strong, uh, you know, strikers who can hold the ball up well. Um, 
again, first 45 minutes, what did you make of him? I think Chelsea, like I said, we've seen the old Chelsea back now, you know, when they were, when they had the likes of Lampard, John Terry, Didier Drogba. We're seeing that Chelsea again, and it's not like we're seeing that weak Chelsea who were losing to clubs like Sheffield United, Brighton, you know what I mean? We're not seeing that Chelsea anymore. Bill Smith Road caught offside there, and I think you made some great points, man. They went through that, you know, transitional phase. But you look at, you know, what Thomas Tuchel has done at the at the moment. He's he's brought in, you know, big important players, and 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 obviously, you know, Lampard, despite him having some poor results, he did he did do very well with bringing, you know, youngsters in like Reece James, like Mason Mount. All oh, these are big challenges coming in here. Paul Tinney waving that one away. Smith Road on a. Blonde Jorginho. I'm not sure about that look. But no, I think I think this this is one of them games here where if Arsenal lose this, you you've got to seriously start thinking about where you're going to be picking up points because if you you know two games in you played. Two teams that are very, very different in in terms of quality, and you lose them both. Who can you beat? That's that's the worry there. Rudiger heading the ball away. It's an Arsenal corner, and the Arsenal fans are trying to rile them up here. But is that ambition gone from Arsenal? They don't really seem that bothered. That's how I felt about when they played Brentford, and they're showing it a little bit um, here here today. Do you think that's a, a, the right thing to say, or do you think there's just many problems? I think it's a mixture of both. I think they're losing ambition to maybe even play for Arteta. I think... Shot by Pep. That was shot there by Saka. What a great save by Mendy. Sorry to cut you off. I always do it. But that was a fantastic opportunity there by uh, Bakayo Saka. Mendy tipping it over the bar. Really well hit as well by Saka. Mendy, that Mendy, there of course he's a he's, he's not a small goalkeeper. Let's just say that. Clear, cleared away. Do Arsenal need to get an early early goal? Is that going to put Chelsea on the back foot, guys? Um, maybe. I think the way Chelsea are looking. They're looking a lot stronger than they have been in the past, like I said. But I think if it's going to be anyone in the league who's going to win, it's either Liverpool, Man City, Man United or Chelsea. I, I can't see any other teams. Admittedly, yes, you've got the likes of West Ham up there. I know you're going to laugh at me saying that, but at the moment, the way we've been playing, it looks it looks possible. I'm not saying we're going to win it, but it looks possible to be back up there where we were last season. Um, well, but like I said to you, the, like I said to you the other week, both on the podcast and in person, you know, you got to look at West Ham's priorities. They've not got the biggest squad. I think that that's why Wolves struggled is is that they didn't have a big squad, so couldn't really rotate as much, and they were playing constant football. Um, you know, and that that was a team that was massively impacted by that. You look at West Ham, and you know the the missing key the missing key players. Uh, you know, a lot of the time, you know Jesse Lingard. I I I think the way he played last season, 
I, I was quite surprised that David Moyes didn't, you know, make him sign a con contract and and kept him in West Ham. You know, like tied him up because you know he was he played incredible for for you last season and sort of, you know, you were doing good without Lingard. He was just that added bonus, but. You know, he's obviously got experiences in, in Europe competitions. Not a lot of your players have. So, you know, looking at, you know, looking at the Premier League, I definitely think you've got an opportunity, you, you know, you've got the opportunity to do it again. But it is also the priorities of the managers, of the owners. You know, I'm not, I'm sure, you know, West Ham fans are pleased to be mid-table this season, but win the but win the Europa League. It's it's silverware. It's a big silverware as well. But then other people would want would want to do both, and and that's what that's what's going to be the difficult thing is to get back up there again, and but also win something. As Belaqueta puts the ball in, looking for Lukaku, Arsenal scramble it away for another Chelsea corner. But Lukaku is getting you know loads of crosses in. That's definitely Ch- Chelsea's game plan. Gaz is putting the ball in, you know, in the box and. You know, Lukaku doing the rest. Yeah, because obviously Lukaku is big and strong, so he can kind of give a bit of nudging here and there to kind of get players out of the way and stuff like that. And I think that's what they're trying to show here, that Lukaku has got the strength and power. And he's, I want to say he's not proving himself. It's just, you know, I'm sure every Chelsea fan was happy to see uh, him signed for you, but I, I think it's also you know trying to get your feet um, under the table at a at a new club and as a striker, the easiest way to do that is score. He's got one today. As Chelsea lead two 0 Reese James getting the other goal as well. That was a really good finish uh, by the right back. Let's talk about the other games then, guys. De- Delhi Ali scoring. Uh, from the penalty spot to give Spurs uh, their second victory with Nuno going back to Wolves. I, I said Spurs was going to win. Harry Kane came on as well. He was on the bench and and, and made an appearance. Is, is Nuno doing something special at, at Spurs? I know it's only two games in. You've got a lot, a lot of the season to go. But, you know, beating Man City and Wolves in your opening two games, it, it shows big promise, doesn't it? Yeah, it shows big promise. And obviously the win against Man City, I think, surprised everyone. And with that kind of situation that was going on, it was more to the point that it was a shock, if you get what I mean, because no one expected it. Everyone was expecting, oh, Man Man City are going to breeze the league this season again. But they haven't. I mean, yes, they won, was it 5-0 against Norwich? They did. Um, and uh, no offense to any Norwich fans here, but Norwich aren't the uh, re- an easy squad to beat. Shot here by Mount, and it goes uh, well wide uh, off the goal that time. Uh, Lukaku giving uh, an an assist option here, uh, but that's re- that's really nice from um, you know Lukaku bringing other players into the game, and you've got Mount there who. Uh, You know that you know that can also you know get a goal and stuff like that. It's all about you know creativities and stuff like that. Oh, then oh, Martinelli here is holding his ankle swiftly up after giving the free kick. I I always I, I just I never get that. I don't. 
I don't really... But do you know what I mean, guys? It's just like, oh, well, we've got the foul. I might as well get up, but I'll hold it as soon as he gives it. I know that, that's how football is at the moment, but... Yeah, I think football's a bit weak nowadays and it needs to be more focused on that players are actually playing against the referees and stuff like that. Obviously, we've seen at the moment, and I think it's a really interesting talking point that we can talk about on live streams and, and you know, on, on, on the podcast and stuff about, you know, the, the game allowing to flow a lot more. And I think that was a really interesting point that, you know, the referees sort of had to make is that, yes, VAR came into it a lot. But ball forward here, Chris Anson beating Martinelli there. And the problem, I believe, with Martinelli, guys, I'm not sure if you picked up on it. Martinelli feels very, very isolated. Uh, Arsenal playing a 4-2-3-1 formation. And same as Chelsea, in, for, you know, in many respects. But you look at you look at Martinelli and comparing to Lukaku, Lukaku always seems to have somebody with it. Martinelli feels very, very isolated. Is that why Arsenal are not creating chances? Because it was exactly the same uh, against Brentford when I watched the game. Yeah, I think he's looking a bit more isolated than like Lukaku is, and he needs players to assist him and give him that help. How the oh my god! How the hell did Rob hold him miss that? Oh my goodness! I... Rob Holding rising up, nobody marking him. And Paolo Mari actually heads it to Rob Holding, and Rob Holding drags that header wide. He was in the six-yard box as well. That could have been a goal for Arsenal. But do, but do you think, guys? Because obviously Martinelli's you know a young lad, quite creative. Um, you know, Brazilian as well, so he's going to have that skills and flair. But you know, so I could, you know, you look at that and you think, yeah, he he could be a striker. But do you think that comes with experience, or do you think that's down to the manager not giving him support? Because you've got Smith Rowe there as Kai Havertz. Uh, oh, Rob Holding, and uh, Rob Holding here's got to be careful. He's already got a yellow card for that reckless challenge on Marcus Alonso. Now he's pulling and pushing Kai Havertz. Let's see. What happens there, guys? What do you make of it? Um, what do I make of part, uh, what? The um, the the bit of pushing and stuff like that between Kai Havertz and Rob Holding. He's 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 been very angry. Rob Holding during this game, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he has, and um, he needs to kind of calm down a bit because obviously. There's a chance he could get a red card, and obviously that lets your team down as well as your staff down as well as yourself. Because obviously, if you let if you're getting a red card, it looking bad on you because you're putting in them challenges. It would cause even more. It could even more problems for Arsenal as a uh, the skip up here. Enric Aubameyang takes the armband and enters the pitch. Coming on now for uh, Saka. Gas is always a little bit behind, so. Um, we'll have to see what time he's on in just a moment. Gaz, what's, what what time are you on? Uh, 58.33. OK, I'm on 61, so you'll be able to call it a little bit. This time, Granite Xhaka being in a bit of the wars. Here, Mason Mount just uh, 
and putting the ball back. So with with this victory, like I mentioned, if the score remains the same as it as it does at the moment, Chelsea will be uh, top of the Premier League table, but level on points with Liverpool, Brighton, and Spurs. So very interesting um, top four. I'm sure that top four is not going to be the same come May, or it could, or it could. You never see a Bamian with the shot, Bendy. With an easy catch there. Um, that puts Arsenal 19th, guys. 19th. Uh, with um, obviously zero points, minus four goal difference. And that means that they will be one of five clubs who have yet to get a victory in the Premier League this season. So interesting stuff when you. If you want my honest opinion, I think that Arsenal are meant to be like this so-called big six and they don't look it. They just look poor and sloppy and they've got the players who can keep them up there, but what if they get relegated? Like, yeah, what, what are they going to do then? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, mate. Because you know Saka's going to want to go because he isn't going to want to play. Aubameyang's going to want to go. I think... Uh, I'm, I'm not saying that. I don't think... That. I think if Arsenal get relegated, I think something is seriously wrong, not only with the team, but then also I think the fact that you know, there's there's three teams that can get relegated, and there's there is most definitely without having all the jokes and having all the laughs, there are three worse teams at least than Arsenal. That's what makes it worse, and that's what makes the Premier League sometimes so entertaining, is that you you get to the point where you know Arsenal are down there and stuff like that, and you think to yourself, hang on a minute, like you know really. Really, you're worse than this. That that's to me. That's the big problem. Yeah, that, um, I completely agree with you there. Is that you, you've got three teams? Um, I'm actually just trying to get my uh, TV back on, guys. So you might have to cover the game if any big point, big talking points happen, and um, and obviously cover it. But because I'm having a few connective issues at the moment, but. Uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, obviously, I can still talk um, and stuff like that. But uh, no, I, I personally, mate, I think Arsenal are in, you know, deep trouble, and I think something has to to give at least. You know, they've got Man City next week. You know, if you can, if you go free from free, that's poor. That's really poor. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that, like, oh, you know. You know, them three teams are like Barcelona, Real Madrid quality. You know, Chelsea, Man City, and Brentford. If you're losing three games, it's hard for anybody to pick up from that, whoever you are. Yeah, I think it's hard because obviously Man City being like one of these big teams as well as Chelsea, but you sh- there should be Arsenal should be picking up points against Brentford. They should be picking up points 
against the teams like Norwich, Brighton, they should be picking up the points. And it just, at the moment, they look like they're I, not even going to do it. I was very, very hesitant against, um, before going into the game to say bad things about Arsenal. Because I recall when the last time these two teams played at the Emirates, Arsenal won 3-0. And that was a big shock. So I was really hesitant going into the game. But then I think you look at all the things that have changed at that time. What Chelsea's obviously gone through with the new manager and the new signings. It's hard to get, you know, it it was hard to go against them. But then also, it's not like they're playing, they're being beat. And it was a very, very close game at the moment. You know, that, that's the only thing is that, you know, a bit of pride is it would probably help a little bit more. I think we've had a power outage in our in our house, guys. So um Gary, feel free to, to take take over any talking points if anything does happen. I shall do. Obviously Southampton uh drawing Waddle with Manchester United, that was very, very good, obviously. But, uh, you know, Mason Greenwood, guys, let, let me talk about him. Because he got the goals against Leeds. He got that goal against Southampton today to, to salvage a point. I mean, he, he is, he he's quality. I'm sorry. I, I don't like to say anything good about, uh, but yeah, we're back up and running now. We're back up and running. Come on, give us a goal. Uh, well, I asked for a goal. Kovacic says no. I'll give you a shot over the bar. <laughs> but no, no, I um, you know, obviously I don't really like talking anything good about Manchester United players, but Greenwood's quality. And do, do you know what I think? And obviously he started the season really well, but I think it's massively down to him missing the Euros. He had that time off to relax. He's a young lad. He's obviously you know going to want to fight for his place with the arrivals of Sancho and, you know, Rashford obviously being an, an attacking option as well down, you know, down the wings in, in striker opinions, he's going to get a lot more service this season. And I put him in my fantasy team as well, so I'm pleased about that. But yeah, no, a, a, you know, a great, a great player. And is that going to be the case, Gaz, where, you know, Mason Greenwood is going to be a big player for Manchester United at such a young age? Um, well, obviously, he has the most um, goals as a teenager, I think. Is that if I'm correct with that? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So, he is a big influence on Man United, as well as obviously the big like, players that they've brought in. But, again, Man United, you should be beating Southampton. Smith for... Well, you actually predicted 6 0. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah I, I, I do, do remember. That. But I predicted 5 0 for the Man City Norwich game and got it correct. You did. Did you put it in the Kiss My Score? Yes, I did. I got three points. So did I. So did I. Very good. Uh, we seem to have gone again in the game. So you're once again, you're going to have to take over them duties. I believe it doesn't look like my Wi Fi is any good. So this is a great start. Thank you very much to. Purple Phantom, who is a real-life superhero. Uh, thank you very much for, for taking the time um, for, uh, you know, from non-saving the world to come and join us on our stream. Thank you very much. Oh, 
I think, think Arsenal got, sloppy and disgusting. I just don't think they've got the quality there anymore. Disgusting. Sorry, I had to do that. Like, they were lucky to finish top 10 last season. Yeah, they had a poor season. Yeah, they really did. And I'll be surprised I... if they if they're not in the top at the bottom half this season. Like we said on the podcast, uh, check it out, guys. The most recent podcast, uh, Hornets and Bees Sting on Day One. Uh, that's the most recent podcast you can find it. Now, I, I, I said, didn't I, guys? I said, how the hell has Arsenal spent the most money out of any Premier League club? But we're still sitting here thinking you've got problems here, you've got problems there. If that if that is seriously what happens, unbelievable. Anyway, let's 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 hear her uh, Hercules's opinion, and I believe it is regarding Arsenal. That's what, Kieran. Thanks for having me. We got any uh, Arsenal supporters here, do we? No, mate. No, no, no. So we have a Liverpool fan. I'm a Liverpool fan. Uh, and we also have a West Ham fan here. So I don't mind Arsenal. I, I, I don't really... I've got... I'm one of them people that don't really have an opinion on them because there's not a rivalry there. Gary's obviously got a rivalry a little bit because he's a West Ham fan. Obviously, a London rivalry. So, no, no. We're obviously watching the Arsenal-Chelsea game, mate. So we're covering uh, Arsenal quite a lot. Um, so... That that's why we're sort of, you know, talking about Arsenal and talking how uh, poor they are. So, yeah, no, uh, Liverpool fan and West Ham fan here, mate. We're not, we're not jumped on the uh, the old, you know, old broken train that is Arsenal at the moment. Arsenal were just like, obviously last season. Yeah, they had that run of wins, didn't they? Near the end of the season, that's what made them kind of go to the top half but they're just looking absolutely poor this season and like you'd think if Arsenal like they're such a big club that they say they are you'd you'd expect them to beat Brentford and obviously give Chelsea a game but it's Chelsea just dominated Chelsea are a good team I don't think you know you know we're sitting here you know slating Arsenal and and, and making a, a real bad thing against Arsenal but you've got to give you've got to give you know praise to Chelsea yeah for today's game alone again you look at the Brentford you look at the Brentford situation you know last weekend and say that you know Brentford were had that ambition they had that you know intensity um, you know, to win the game, and and that, that's what Arsenal are lacking. There's there's so many things that Arsenal are lacking, both on the pitch, off the pitch. You know, Im- improvements you can make, just general mental sides you can improve. It's it's a constant thing, and and you know we're not bullying Arsenal in any, you know, any stretch of the word, but we're not. We're trying to be really realistic with the situations that there is. Uh, I'm I'm still not available, Gaz, for the. Uh, uh, to watch the game as uh, Kovacic is coming off now Ungolo Kante you don't want to see him on the pitch when you're chasing a goal let me tell you um, what a, what a absolutely quality player he is so he enters the pitch I'm still off at the moment guys I'm getting all my sources from Football so you'll have to you know keep us 
talking anything that's happening? I shall do. It's like, obviously, Kieran stated, we're not trying to bully Arsenal, but you just, they need to look at themselves and kind of think, what is going on with this club? Like, Arsenal fans TV, I fully agree with what they say and stuff like that. They're saying they don't want to see the club go down. They don't want to see the club be poor or anything like that. Like, the players aren't the ones tossing and turning in bed after a loss, kind of wondering what's happened to the club or obviously that person's club. It's the fans. The fans are tossing and turning in bed thinking we're supporting this club and giving them everything we've got and yet nothing is happening towards it. Like, it's, it is shocking, to be fair, but at the same time, it's kind of to the point where it's right. I fully agree with that and probably Kieran will agree with me too, but you literally need to look at that and go... That's what everyone means. Like, you don't want to be sat there watching your club go down the drain because you'll be thinking about it like when you're trying to sleep and all that. But Arsenal on the attack here. It's a great ball over to Bamiang. Oh, oh, Mendy with a great save there. That was a very, very good save. Oh, and the flag was up for offside, unfortunately. Against, I think it may have been Rob Holding. But, to be truthfully honest, Arsenal, like I said, have looked sloppy. They've looked ridiculous. They've j- Everyone's overestimating Arsenal. Or not even giving them underestimate. They're overrated. And I think Kim will fully agree with me. They've been overrated for the last couple of seasons. I know they've had FA Cup wins and all that. But you've not won anything major like the Premier League since, what, 2002? Like, come on. 2002, that's 19 years ago. That's when me and the, Kim was born. <laughs> the, the Invincible season was actually the the first season. That, that was the last time that they won it, 17 years ago. They were a club team. They were an absolute club team. Yep. You know, that's, you know, yeah. Listen, FA Cup's a great cup to win. But this is what I mean. It's like, I, you know, they've always got to be one better. And that's what I don't like. It's like, oh, you know, you know, you don't, you don't get handed a league. You've seen, you saw that with Leo Leste, you saw that with Liverpool. You know, you don't get handed a league 
for, for literally not doing anything to go, oh, you haven't won it in years, let me just give it to you. Or, oh, I feel sorry for you, let me just give it to you. It doesn't work like that. If, listen, if, if, plays, if Arteta's happy to keep, to keep winning FA Cups, to keep him in a... You know, if, they, if they're happy to keep winning FA Cups and Arteta's happy because it keeps him in a job, then that's how it's going to be from now on, to be honest. So have you recognised that Leno is wearing the away shirt, the away kit, as a goalkeeper kit? I don't know if that's like anything noticeable, but it it's true. Like I'm watching the game here, and you're seeing a goalkeeper of a top team wearing an away kit as his goalkeeper shirt and a kit, whatever you want to call it. Leno with an amazing save there from Romelu Lukaku's header. But still, Arsenal shouldn't be letting that happen. That still shouldn't be happening against Arsenal if they're such a big team. Seventy-seven minutes in, Chelsea still leading two 0 Obviously, that and these Lukaku waving to the fans, trying to rile up the fans. I'm guessing. Oh, and Kieran's back. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, it's still not working connection, so I might just have to stay with you. I don't think there's much long, much left, so. You know, it's been a bit of an up and down st- uh, stream and stuff like that, but I have to listen to you and, you know, to obviously talk about certain things without watching the game. Leno has, I will admit. Have you, so, do you know when you were watching the game, Kieran, did you see Leno's kit? Yeah, the black kit. No, he's wearing the away kit. All right. Now, I don't know whether that's a problem with Arsenal's kits or something like that. But like I said, you've seen this top team, or so to speak, top team, and the goalkeeper's got an away kit on. Yeah. Like, that's poor. Yeah, it's not not the best look. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe that is his kit. There might be. Oh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, that, that's quite surprising. I know that the fact Reese James got the ball here. He's going to try to take a shot. Oh, and it's just took a deflection. Now Arsenal on the attack here. Oh, and Jorginho went to bat for Chelsea. And it's going out for a Arsenal throwing on the right-hand side of the pitch. Depending on which side you're looking at it. Uh, I think he's the only man in in history to, uh, you know, be Italian and have blonde hair. 
I think that's that's just a very dominating, interesting look. Mm. I think it's taking the mick out of Foden, isn't it, really? Yeah, but Foden... If you ever Foden was 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 like Gascoigne, like that's it was Gascoigne or M and M. No, I think it was just taking like because obviously they said, oh, if all the um because because I'm slim shady is that the real shady? There we go. That's that's my M and M impression. <laughs> go on, mate. Go um... on. Let, let, talk about football, which is actually what we do here. Not singing them. Not not singing rap music. I think it's kind of taken the mick out of Foden because at the end of the day, obviously, they were saying about, oh, if England win the Euros, it's going to be like everyone's dying their hair, uh, London all that. Tiago Silva's done it as well, but I think he looks a little bit better. But if you look at it, that's a, a Brazilian, and, Brazilian and Italian dyed their hair blonde. Like, you know, it's it's a very strong look, I have to say. Lukaku's got the ball here, made it past. Oh, he's passed it through. Mason Mount. Oh, it's took a deflection ball, and Leno just gets a hand to it to stop the attack. So we are on 81 minutes. I think this is Chelsea's game, Kieran. Well, 10 minutes left. You know, also going to need a miracle. You look at, you look and. You know, look at Arteta's substitution. He probably did it at the right time, giving Aubameyang at least enough time, enough time to ch- enough time to change the game. And you know, evidently he's not he's not been getting the you know the chances, feeling isolated in this sort of very new new formation for Arsenal. And it's it's a game here where Chelsea did what they needed to do in the second half, and you know it, it looks like they're heading to all three points. Obviously, like you said, but if Chelsea get one more goal, that could mean them top of the table by goal difference. Yeah, so listen, imagine we're... that. Well, listen, two two games, you know, two games, five goals. You know, two tools definitely got to be two clean sheets as well. You know, same with Liverpool. You've got to be pleased, you know, with that. And and especially as well, I think playing on a Sunday, you look at the Saturday results and you think, yes, you know, I can, you know, you know, we can, we've got to, we've got to take advantage of, of teams probably dropping points and and stuff like that. But we've constantly said it, Chelsea are going to be a a big big title hopes for the uh, for the new for the new season coming ahead because. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, they've got stability at the back, creative midfielders, but also very good holding midfielders. And now a guy who's who's proven himself in the Premier League and, you know, is a is a he's a very physical striker who can score goals. I think they've got all the components at the moment. It's just consistency and whether you know, Ch- you know, Chelsea can be there. I think the Champions League as well massively helped them. Um yeah, as well. Winning that was winning. That's obviously massive for them. Which would be their second uh, trophy, obviously twenty twelve and twenty twenty one. Indeed. If you look at the twenty twelve one, though, that 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 surprised me. I remember when they won it. I do. I do remember that as well. 
Like it was quite surprising. We're gonna like not not the fact that they didn't deserve it, obviously, because you know it obviously takes you know you know a team to to get the team to another level. But I just I did I did honestly think that that was a very very surprising. Um, you know, you know to see them, and obviously with their manager as well. Was it? Was it? Who was the manager at that point? Di Matteo, I think. Was it Di Matteo? Yeah. Chelsea had a lot of managers. And now we have Hakim Ziyech on the ball, dribbling passes in the box. Oh, and unfortunately, a little bit ahead behind of any Chelsea players in Galicante. That's Hakim Ziyech. Ziyech tries to whip it in, but unfortunately, can't get there. Reese James has got the ball again. Passes it back to Hakim Ziyech. Back to Reese James. Now Georgino has the ball. It was just like when they won it, it was it was surprising. I'll agree with that because you wouldn't think like against Bayern Munich as well. And it was in I'm pretty sure it was in Munich as well, wasn't it? It was yeah, obviously home advantage. And yeah, they did it. My my memories of my memories of that game is that Chelsea obviously won the semi finals and and Terry got booked and couldn't play the final, so I think they didn't have Terry in the final. But when they won it, he actually had his full kit on. You know, socks, shorts, shirt, shin pads, like tape that obviously they put round their socks, literally. Dressed like he were playing to lift the trophy, um, and I just thought that was that that was very odd. Um, you know, obviously understandable why he did it, um, but it, it was just quite quite interesting then to see the photos. And if anybody, you know, was not didn't watch the game and or you know, and just saw that image, you'd think, oh yeah, Terry must have played. He didn't, unfortunately. There we go. But was it like looking at the 2021 uh, Champions League winning team? There's only a few people that were there from the actual like first Champions League win. I think Azblaqueta was one of them. I can't think of anyone else. Tuchel's not very happy with her for eight. Not unusual. Hakim Ziyech on the ball here. Has Kai Havertz to his right and Lukaku to his left. And cut and Hakim Ziyech tries to take it, shoot, unfortunately misses. But it's proven that Chelsea can attack and they're going to give it a shot no matter what. Mate, that, mate, they've, they've got great attacking players. If they, if they lose goals now, you know, with... Obviously, now they've got the... Uh, you know, we've obviously got... 
they've obviously got um, Lukaku now and stuff like that. If you're gonna, you you need to score. You 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 need to score. Timo Werner's prepared to come on. Who can't score a goal? But hey ho. <laughs> Is, uh, if no one's heard that joke, then you don't watch the Premier League. Like, seriously, I think you you must have heard of that joke, Kieran. What about him not scoring? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not really bothered. <laughs> but yeah, he can't score. You know, I just find it funny that I think the the, the only goal I can really remember him scoring was West Brom, and he. And even that, he, he he made a proper like, he made a meal of it. Like, it wasn't like a, oh you're you're a really confident goal scorer. You were sort of you were sort of a, you know I'm going to uh, you know I'm gonna, you know sort of drag it in, into the net really. Uh, man mm. of the match, guys. Man of the match, guys. You watched a full match. Uh, I can't really make uh, a comment, but you can at least give you give a. Uh, our true fans, man of the match. I think the true fans, man of the match, has got to be Lukaku. I think he's controlled the whole Arsenal defence and made them feel like they're um, weak and everything. And he's just doing it now. Like I just watched him; he's keep controlling that Arsenal defence, and it's gone wide. I don't know whether it was a save or not, but he's just controlled that defence. So, yeah, Lukaku's getting man of the match. Probably uh, runner runner up. You gotta say Reese James. Yeah, I'd say Reese James, or um, maybe even Aspilicueta. I think Aspilicueta has been a good, like rock hard defender as well, and obviously Reese James would be up there as well. Yeah, three added minutes. Three added three added minutes. They've already played one minute of the extra time. Let's have a look at let's have a look at the next five games for both let's have a look at the next five games for both teams before we close this out. Obviously Chelsea play Arsenal today, then they go away to Anfield next Saturday, uh, before playing the playing on the eleventh after a after a short obviously a short international break. Uh, they take on Aston Villa on eleventh of September, my birthday, mm-hmm. before them playing against Spurs and Manchester City, uh, so so they've got they have got a decent running against you know teams that have started started the game started the season well, but also uh, you know top teams. We, we mentioned uh, Arsenal. They've got Manchester City uh, next weekend before playing Norwich on the 11th of September. If they lose to that, that will be a that Arteta. Must go then, uh, before going to Burnley and playing the North London derby quite early, uh, at the end of September. So that's like a Chelsea win here. Two 0 Chelsea, Arsenal. Like I said, have been looking sloppy and just like they don't want to play. Aubameyang's not really had a chance to kind of flourish. Neither has Smith Rowe nor Saka. That's a big word for you. What flourish? flourish. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, I truly believe this is a Chelsea that we need to watch out for. I'll admit, if West Ham if West Ham lose to this Chelsea, I'm not gonna. I I will shake my dad's and brother's hand because they're they're probably they could go invincible. Big words there from Gaz. Well, look what they did against Crystal Palace. They won three 0 convincingly, and now they've won convincingly against Arsenal. That's definitely right. That's definitely. I've actually got a stat for you here. Man United have now equaled Arsenal's record of 27 consecutive unbeaten away Premier League matches. Wow. And that that is it. Chelsea beat Arsenal by two goals to nil. Thomas Tuchel's men go undefeated. Six points from six. But Arsenal yet without a victory and, and it's hanging out at the bottom with the relegation zone. Two teams feeling very, very different about the beginning of the season, but we are all waiting in anticipation about what the next chapter is for both of these teams. It finishes today. Arsenal nil, Chelsea 2 as we conclude this week's, this weekend's True Fans Podcast live streams. No live stream tomorrow night for the Leicester and West Ham game, uh, but we'll definitely be speaking about it on our weekly podcast. Uh, thank you very, very much for listening on this second half. It's been quite difficult due to the connections at the moment, uh, but most definitely, you know, please, uh, we've got another live stream down. Check out all the podcasts and favourite and follow. So when we upload our most recent uh, podcast which is our weekly review of all the games uh, you can be the first ones to listen to it uh, on anchor spotify google podcast uh, itunes apple podcast wherever you like to listen to them uh, they will be available for you guys uh, gaz well done mate you covered the game very very well uh, so uh, i will let you do the honors mate of concluding what has been yet another very interesting game uh, here at the... Yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Chelsea obviously coming out with a win at the Emirates. And I don't think Arsenal will be up there anytime soon. But thank you guys so much for listening and see you in a bit.